Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored presented by Burns and McCoy. Make sure you subscribe to DeHuff Uncensored wherever you find podcasts. Make sure you share it with your friends. And uh, if you're able to, give it a nice review. All right. Is there a demon in your bed? Uh, Maybe, maybe. But first, do yourself and your family, your friends a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy. They got amazing hot sauce dressings mustards margarita mix bloody mary mix all of it is good trust me the the flavor that they put into their products at over at burns and mccoy is second to none amazing burns and mccoy is a family-run business their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients and trust me when you taste it you're going to see what i'm talking about food should be fun and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer they're available at all grocery stores in the front range or check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. All right, you're laying in bed. You can't move. You want to, but you can't. And you're trying to speak, but you can't. So it's almost like your body is just shut down and you're trying to fight through this just insane energy. Then all of a sudden you get pressure on your chest like somebody's laying on top of you and shoving you down into, further into the bed. And it feels like you're wide awake. You're looking around the room with your eyes and you can see everything as it is. There's a natural flow to what is going on. It is not a dream. You believe it wholeheartedly this is not a dream feels like you're wide awake and then next thing you know boom you get up and you can move and you're awake nothing has changed nothing has changed seems silly it does seem silly because i think we can all agree we've had vivid dreams before we were like oh my god that felt so real I had a time once where my wife had a dream that I cheated on her in her in her dream and she woke up and she was like pissed at me. And I know other people have had that, too. And she even told me she's like, I know you didn't do it. And I know it was a dream, but it was just so real. I'm just having a hard time shaking those emotions right now. And it took her a while before she could shake that off. It's crazy. It, I get it. Now, going back to the whole, you can't move, you can't speak, and, uh, and there's pressure on your chest. This happened to me before. This happened to me a couple years ago. And they call this, and basically this is called sleep paralysis. And throughout the world, there's a lot of cases of this. But let me tell you mine real quick before I get into some others. So I'm in my room my wife's sleeping next to me and all of a sudden i here's the part that i don't remember was i trying to go to sleep or was i waking up i don't remember i don't remember that and i i feel like that's a kind of a key part but i i I don't recall that part so i'm in my bedroom laying there next to her the lights are off and all of a sudden i just can't move And I get this pressure on my chest, like something is just shoving me into the bed as hard as it could. And I remember trying to lean over 
with my head and to ask for help from my wife. And I remember just going, uh, 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 like, I'm really just fighting through it as like, like, like you're going, like you're walking through a mud pit and you just can hardly move. And I'm like barely squeaking out any sort of sound. And it felt like that there was a presence in the, in the corner of the room that I didn't know what it was, but it just felt like that's where it was coming from. And it was just shoving me down. And eventually I was able to, you know, go, uh, Brandy, help me. And then I woke her up and she's like, what? <laughs> what? And then I have, you know, and I'm like, just like traumatized because it was just so scary. Never happened to me again. That was the one and only time that ever happened to me. And I'll tell you at the end of this what I believe that was, but I want you to, I want to see what conclusion you come up with as well as we share some of these or go through some of these stories. A lot of people have experienced this. It's very common, apparently. A lot of, a lot of scientists have experienced this and then they start trying to do more research on it. There's not a lot going on it as far as uh, officially why this happens. But obviously, if something like that happens, you're going to jump to a conclusion of, holy shit, there is an entity in this house and it's, this is what's happening. It is attacking me. As somebody that experienced it, it, it feels like you're being attacked. And you don't know where it's coming from. It's a mind fuck. And I'm just sitting there going, what the fuck is happening? I can't stop this. I can't. I'm trying to scream out my wife's name to, for help. And, and it doesn't. I can't. And then finally, I just eventually just it, it, it just happens. It seemed like I want to say the whole experience for me lasted about two minutes. That's what it felt like. It could have been less. So what is it? A lot of people jump to demonic. And there's the old succubus, which is a female, uh, female demon that was believed to have or is believed to have sexual intercourse with sleeping men. That sounds amazing. Uh, but I don't know if you believe, <laughs> if you believe in that. Eventually, I guess what happens is she'll end up draining your, your life force, and then you die, allegedly, right? But what a way to go. And we've talked about this before, all, all joking aside. Well, actually, no, joking is inserted here. You, you wouldn't want to have sex with a ghost or a demon. It's not going to be nice. If, if those things are true... If you believe that ghosts and demons are real, do you really want to be banging a, a ghost or a demon? Uh, yes, actually, I would. Uh, I banged your mother last night, and I plan on banging a demon tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Connery. Honestly, could we just have one respectable episode where you don't talk about banging my mom? No, I don't think I can. Anyway. Okay, so yeah. It's, it wouldn't be a gentle thing. It's not going to be something, it's not going to be this beautiful experience like, you know, candles lit, incense is going, soft music in the background, and then you're making love to a, a ghost or a demon. No, it's going to be, if, if those things exist, it's not going to be pleasant. 
And it's not going to be what you want. Now, you can fantasize about it all you want, but let's be honest here. That's, it's not going to be what you think it is. So what could be causing this? We're going to go a few different directions on this, but let's stick with the paranormal. And this got me thinking, the reason why I started doing this is uh, I, I saw an episode, I totally forgot about this incident, uh, but there was an episode of a supernatural podcast that I like, and she, the lady discusses this stuff. But I, it really kind of, you know, piqued my interest because I had this experience. So people think it's a succubus or a female demon that could possibly be doing this or, or a demon in general. Or, or in Newfoundland, they call it the old hag. It's a shadowy figure that attacks people and does the exact same thing that happened to me. Only other, and I don't recall this, but other people say that there's smells like a dusty, sweaty stench that comes along with it. I didn't have that. Other people hear footsteps. A lot of people hear footsteps. And here's what's crazy. It's, this isn't just Newfoundland and, and all, all this and, and me. This is all over the world. This is happening in China. This is happening in uh, London. This is happening everywhere around the world. Not just me. So what is it? So these people are laying in bed and they can see everything around them. Like I said before, it's a natural flow of vision. It's not like normal dreams where it's a little bit scatterbrained and whatever. You can comprehend what's going on around you. Then all of a sudden it's like you're being attacked. So allegedly there is these uh, refugees and they're all in their mid-30s roughly and the people around them believe that they were they died. There was right around a hundred of them that died due to the night spirit. They believe that this spirit was chasing after them because they left their homeland. And they all describe the encounter as the same, where they're all living in fear, but hundreds of these people died uh, as well. But the, the remaining people were saying that they, they experienced the same thing where you know they're they're conscious they believe they're conscious they see everything around them they get this extreme pressure on their chest they can't move their body and they can't talk and then somehow they get out of it but they believe that these other refugees didn't get out of it and the night spirit got them so all these there's different types of stories of the night spirit these old hag type stories from across the world, all over the world. So, what is it? We'll dive into that a little deeper coming up. But if you like to grill, we love it here at the house. Tonight, uh, I'm probably going to do some chicken. I'm not sure. I might not. I don't know. I'll change it up. Either way, I got plenty of propane. I'm all about propane. And our friends over at Cinch, they do propane home delivery. They come to your house, pick up your used tank, and leave a fresh tank on wherever you want. Uh, whether it's in your driveway, doorstep, or porch. Super easy. We did the doorstep. 
Very, very simple. New Cinch customers right now can get their first tank exchange delivered for only $10 when they use the promo code MILEHIGH at checkout. That's MILEHIGH, all one word, at checkout. Just go to cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com. Enter your zip code, order your tank, select a delivery date, use the promo code mile high all one word and then set out your tanks for the exchange super easy again check them out cinch.com c-y-n-c-h.com use the promo code mile high all right so we're talking about these is what is this what is this that's happening to you because when you look up the scientific reasonings for this it's kind of vague they're not officially sure and that sparks fuel to the supernatural debate. So let's continue on that path for just a moment. The Mara, in Norse mythology, an entity that rides on people's chests while they sleep, bringing on nightmares. It sounds fun. (laughs) If you're an entity, is that really what you would want to be doing? Just hopping on people's chests? People also believe People don't focus on this part. They also believe the Mara is also responsible for damaging trees because it likes to ride them. Just putting that out there. In Norwegian and Danish, the words nightmare are spun from mare ride. Hence, the Mara. Kind of how that goes. So, originally, uh, you see where nightmare originates. It's from this. This. And... These stories have been going back for centuries of this alleged entity that hops on top of you and makes it so you can't move and you have a very difficult time talking. There's only the only accounts that we could find of people actually allegedly dying from it are those refugees. And that's still kind of like, eh, come on, guys, come on. So let's talk about Tim Brown. He was 14 years old in Nashville. He's laying in bed. He's going, trying to go to sleep. He has his TV on. He hears something. Then all of a sudden, he sees something in the hallway. It's a large male-like shape. No mouth, no eyes. It's wearing a wide-brimmed hat and a trench coat. So Tim, being a smart 14-year-old in this situation, is pretending to be asleep. But... He keeps peeking at the figure. Then all of a sudden, the figure looks into Tim's grandma's room and then turns and all of a sudden, it looks at Tim. It doesn't have eyes, but it is in that direction. So Tim freaks out, trying to protect his his family, jumps out of bed, starts yelling at it, and then it disappears. The grandma believes him. So it's just really interesting. Well, fast forward like, say, six years, and Tim's listening to a radio station at like 2 o'clock in the morning, whatever it is. And he hears people talking about sleep paralysis and things that they've seen. Well, a lot of these people are seeing what Tim saw. Tim didn't experience the pressure on his chest and all that, the paralysis, but he claims to have seen this figure. Well, people that are explaining their sleep paralysis situation, a lot of them claim to see a large male-like figure with a wide-brimmed hat and like a trench coat. So did Tim 
did he avoid this potentially traumatizing if you see somebody looking at in your direction and they have no face essentially that's pretty traumatizing but it could have been worse allegedly because it could have been pushing on him but apparently a lot of people also experience what he did as in the figure in the room they see a dark figure in the corner of the room when this is happening me personally i just felt like there was something there but i didn't see anything but I felt all this other stuff. So as interesting as this could be and how we can quickly jump to an entity is in the room with you and it's creating this, pushing you down, causing you to be paralyzed and you're unable to speak. What else could it be? Well, most likely what's happening based on studies is you're most likely in a in-between stage of where you're not quite fully awake and you're not quite fully asleep. And usually what happens is when you're asleep, your body triggers essentially paralysis. So you're not moving around. You're, you're able to dream and you're you know not thrashing about in, in the middle of the night. Although some people do that. Sometimes my wife wakes up and she'll be like, ah, the fucking spiders are in the oven. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then she goes back to sleep. and she'll, Or she'll look at me and smile and then go back to sleep. Fucking weird. So most likely you're in, in, in this weird in-between stage. And usually your body shuts down so you're not talking constantly in your sleep. And you're not moving around constantly in your sleep. So what happened is essentially that door got left open. And that's what's causing you to feel that way. Something that you normally don't feel. Uh, they also believe that severe exhaustion, like if you're exhausted, that that could be the reason for it. And for me, I was hardly sleeping at the time. I was in radio and it was just, I just wasn't sleeping very well. And that could be it. They also believe narcolepsy and sleep apnea can also affect people in this, this way. There's more than 3 million cases of this sleep paralysis every year in the United States. So this is very common, and they say it usually lasts about one to two minutes. It's very frightening, and they say just really to combat this, improve your sleep habits. Go to bed at the same time every night. Make sure you have a comfortable sleep. No distractions. Avoid caffeine before sleeping. Stuff like that. So I know we, we talk about this a lot where we like to jump to the supernatural. But I feel like this is, is, as somebody that experienced it, I understand that it could be very easy to jump to the supernatural. But when I stopped and thought about it, I actually talked to my brother about it. And he's just like, dude, you're probably fucking exhausted. You're not sleeping. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. My wife's been saying that to me for years. And she continued after that. But it's a, it's, it hasn't happened since. And I think it's more logical to say that this, there is a scientific explanation for sleep paralysis than there is a supernatural. It's so easy. It's the easy route. 
to say it's, well, it's a demon. We'll just blame it on that. Why not? Why not? It's a succubus. Maybe they'll bang me next time. I don't know. Here's fingers crossed. Okay. Thank you. Um, but that's, that's the easy route. It's, we've talked about this before. It's very easy to let our imaginations run wild and say, ah, it's a ghost. I'm being attacked. When in reality, it's like, whoa, wait, what's going on with me? I'm not sleeping. Uh, I've been hammering Red Bulls or drinking so much coffee all day, soda, whatever. Do you say soda or pop? I say soda. Anyway. Now, why would there be so many similar stories across not just the United States, but the world? Why are they all the same? Well, one, if you hear a story, let's look at like Santa Claus. There's a version of Santa Claus in every country. There's a version of them in some capacity. And that's the same thing with these stories is they're essentially identical. The foundation is the same. And then they might change up a few things here and there. Or, you know, it looked like this. It looked like that. Slightly different. Have the top hat on or whatever it was. The wide-brimmed hat. And then some of them are like, no, I don't see, I don't see an actual figure. I just see, you know, a dark energy in the, in the corner or whatever. Okay? It's the game of telephone. Eventually, the story gets around. But the story is going to change slightly. It's going to be modified. And I'm not saying they're doing it on purpose, as in to say it was automatically this. But as, again, as somebody that experienced this, it's very easy to jump to the conclusion of it's supernatural. And then if you have the, if you've ever heard of this type of story, then all of a sudden you're going to go, oh shit, it must have been that. It must have been. And I heard this version of it, so that's what it is. It's that little seed that was planted in there. And those seeds have been, those seeds make their way around the world. Basically, what I'm saying is Santa Claus is sitting on your chest <laughs> and he is paralyzing you. And God knows what he's doing to you. He's also a succubus. Okay? What if we found that out? Should we just start that rumor that Santa Claus is a succubus? Yeah, I, it, it's a very interesting thing. I'm going to lean towards the science that is, like I said, it's vaguely there. Uh, again, dreams are still uncharted territory. We don't officially know why we dream. There's theories out there. Are the theories that it's just you're you trying to work things out? Well, I don't know. Guys, It's that's a whole another can of worms but what sleep paralysis is i wouldn't say that it's an entity i can definitely understand why you think it would be if this ever happens to you trust me it's gonna scare the shit out of you because you're like what the fuck because your body just made yourself paralyzed according to some scientists and that's what's happening. Because you're like, what, was it, is it a ghost? 
Is it Santa Claus? I don't know. Maybe there is something going on here, but I am going to lean towards this is more of a scientific explanation that is your sleeping habits. There's something going on with you. And again, yes, if this ever happens to you, it is scary. It is scary. I didn't know how the fuck I was going to get out of it. I'm trying to move my arm. I remember trying to move my arm to try to get a hold, to get my wife. I couldn't. And I remember just trying my hardest and just like this fear that was in my, in my entire body and I couldn't move my arm and I'm trying to say her name and scream for help. And I just, for the longest time, I couldn't. And then Finally, it was like I just finally broke that barrier and I was able to save. Now, what you can also look at is the reason why it took so long was it was my body reopening the paths that needed to be opened uh, on paralyzing myself so I could, you know, interact. It's kind of scary when you think about it that your brain can just shut everything down when it wants to kind of scary that all of a sudden if your brain just got fucked up and a channel got switched the wrong way you could just be paralyzed fuck that's another episode i imagine anyway it's very interesting maybe i'm just being ignorant in this maybe that this is actually something supernatural open my eyes to it if you want send me an email dehuffoncensor.gmail.com i'm not seeing it though As somebody that experienced, I'm not seeing it. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But I'm leaning leaning on the side of science on this one. I just, I feel like that there's, it's more logical that you're in between uh, stages of wakefulness and sleep. I think that's more logical. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is something that has entered your home and is pushing down on you, paralyzing you, trying to either just freak you out, just to fuck with you, or it's trying to steal something from you, as in energy from you, and it's trying to harm you in some fashion. I don't know. It's very interesting, but I'm going to lean towards science on this one. What little bit we know of this situation that's what i'm gonna go go the, uh, according to the uh, the google this is very common thank you guys so much for tuning in to the huff uncensored if you want to reach out to me go ahead and do so to huff uncensored at gmail.com if you want to stay anonymous that's fine too i don't mind that we get some of you guys that want to reach out and don't want me to read your name. That's okay. Just make sure you say that in your email. I don't mind. And if you have ideas, sure, shoot them at me. Maybe you have a crazy story you want to sh- uh, share with me as well. And then I can share it with everybody else. Again, just uh, hit me up, dehuffoncensored at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate you. Continue to listen, continue to share, and uh, continue to be great. I love you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much to Burns and McCoy. Check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. And thank you so much to cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com. Make sure you use the promo code 
mile high, all one word at checkout in order to get that first tank exchange for only $10. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you next time.